I know what you're thinking. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Cotton-eyed Craig. I've been away. I've been busy. I haven't actually been away. I've been here. If you're watching the video version of this, thanks very much. A lot of effort's gone into it. You'll see there's a lovely new exposed brick wall behind me, like all good podcasts have. I've basically figured out you need that. To be a successful podcast, there needs to be bricks. Not sure what happens there to necessitate success, but it's something to do with the bricks. So that's there. Uh, so we can't. I couldn't really do any podcasting while they were exposing said bricks. But now we're here. The bricks, the power of the bricks has started. The bricks, by the way, paid for technically by the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash the downbeat. It's just one pound. Just give me a pound, basically, if you like the stuff. There's good news and there's bad news. The good news. I've got five episodes of the podcast coming at you now that I can record the intros. The bad news. Bad news bricks is uh, that I recorded all five before these bricks. So they will all be brickless for the next five. And then episode six will have bricks. So probably be much more successful. Although the Architects episode was pretty successful, wasn't it? Thanks to anyone that watched it, listened to it, tuned in because it was live on Twitch. I've got an excellent episode coming up for you. But first, you knew it was coming. And I promised you... I would only do it if you got something out of it as well. But first, a word from our sponsor for this episode of The Downbeat, Displate. Displate is a poster company with a difference. They make metal posters, and I mean literally metal, not Satan and shouting and not showering for days on end. Literally made of metal. Displates mount on the wall with a magnet. No holes, no drilling, no nonsense. If you're renting, the included protective leaf means you're not going to mess your walls up. Just attach the leaf to the wall, add the magnet, and then mount your displate. Because displates are magnetic, not only does it take a second to adjust, but you can swap them out depending on your mood. Are you having some sort of manic episode? you want bright colours? Are you depressed? With display, there's an option to 3D print a frame to the side of the poster. It's not a real frame, but it is textured like a real frame. And at the sort of distance that you should be looking at a poster from, it definitely looks like a real frame. If you're looking at your posters really, really close up, you're probably up to something a bit weird. They've got official stores with bands like Gojira, Ghost, Judas Priest, Slipknot, as well as movies, games. We even made a downbeat store. All of the coolest downbeat merch designs. We got the coffee club design. We got tons on there. They got tons of other stuff. You can get 20% off any display using the code downbeat. If you buy three or more, you get 30% off. I get a little bit of kickback from that. You can support the podcast. You can support whatever I do. And your rooms can look cool AF while doing it. My guest on the Downbeat podcast this week is Manuel Gangyu of Zealanada. Zealanada is a Swiss avant-garde black metal band combining elements of traditional black metal and African-American spirituals. You've never heard anything like it. Originally a one-man project like all of the best black metal, later becoming a band. We talked about the literal black magic in the lyrics. We talked about how he started the band on cesspool website 4chan. The new album Zealanada, self-titled, is out now. We talked about we talked about that. The band have just been announced for next year's Bloodstock Open Air Festival, and you can catch them on tour in Europe. 
you've missed the UK ones because that's when I did it. But you can catch them on tour in Europe until the 15th of December. It's Zealanada on the Downbeat Podcast. Are you comfortable? Yes, very. Is it, does it feel professional? It feels very professional. Even like if I'm this close, it has this NPR vibe. The nice, thank you. That's what I'm going for. I'm just, Excellent. just trying to obliterate any <laughs> podcast competition. Uh, you looks fucking dumb. Your um, voice. Well, don't look at yourself. Hey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can change it so you can just look at yourself if you want. You could do <laughs> the fine. whole thing like that. That's fine. Um, I'm going to butcher your second name. I really don't want to butcher it. That's fine. It's Ganyu. Ganyu. There you go. Manuel Ganyu. Yeah. Welcome to the Downbeat. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Glasgow. Mm. Last time I saw your band, also in Glasgow, with Meshuggah. Yeah. Not that long ago. No, it was like uh, six months or something. How was that tour for you guys? Uh, that was good. Yeah. I mean, obviously you get to see Meshuggah every day. That doesn't hurt the deal. Mm. Um some of the stages were a little bit too too um, crowded, so we had to like be in one straight line, including the drums to like the right. That was kind of fucked, but uh, other than that, it was good. Yeah. Do you find? Did you find like obviously the ideal? Sounds like I know what I'm doing. By the way, I don't. I just want to talk to you. Um, <laughs> did you Did you find the ide- like you know the ideal situation with a support tour, which people don't really understand like just your average listener of music sometimes doesn't understand the point of a support tour for the 90 percent of the time is to go and steal some of those fans absolutely yeah did you find that Meshuggah tour was good for you yes very much so because um Meshuggah have a, a very like, devoted fan base but they're also kind of open-minded they're like weird stuff oh right. and i think you that's are where weird we, yeah yeah respectfully weird yeah yeah nice weird uh have you ever toured with anyone which was my next point have you ever toured with anyone? I don't want this to be really conversation, like interviewee, but mm-hmm. like, have you ever toured? Because your music, Zelanada, is incredibly experimental. Yeah. I w- I would say, within within metal, and especially metal that sort of y- you've flirted with, even if you haven't done it by choice, you've flirted with the main uh, with the mainstream, mm-hmm. with you know just with how different any of the subject matter is it comes up in like mainstream publications or whatever have you ever toured with a band and the fans just haven't got it um that never completely happened what what did happen is we opened on a festival for no actually we played after what was it like a, a iconic 80s synth pop band wow yeah who was it um fuck oh shit um, I'm supposed to remember this. Mel, anything? Right, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Iconic 80s synth pop. Yeah, so we're in France. Beautiful. We get baguettes and the cheeses. Um, Lovely. They come on 10 o'clock. They, they, it's, it's like a mid-40s aged crowd. They love it. They lap it up. Then we hit the stage and it's like... You've got, cor- so, you've got full headline like yeah. amount of people. Like we, Yeah, yeah. Like go, we were the go-to-bed liner. Yeah. And uh, we play it like at quarter past midnight, which is just, you know, sleepy time for these people. And then we barrage them with like, you know, blast beats. And uh, we vacated the premises. And it's, it looked pathetic because like um, it was 40,000 people and like 1,000 people were still there. 
But if you have the direct comparison, it looked lamentable. Yeah. Yeah. That was not great. What was the festival? Um, Les Pauses Musicales something. I don't so know. So like a real diverse lineup. Yeah. Like someone was really proud of their like avant-garde curation. Yeah. 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 There are a lot of those festivals in Europe. I, I, we never really get to do them because we, we get sort of just lumped into metal hardcore festivals. Mm-hmm. But Europe has some like almost deranged lineups where someone just goes, you know what? I'm... I'm a weird European Mike Patton. Here's my festival. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, often and off, more often than not, it's amazing. Like we played the best kept secret in um, in the Netherlands. It was like uh, James Blake, Radiohead. Oh my god! Um, Aurora and us. That's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Also, they have like money at the wazoo to do that. But yeah. um, it ended up being really cool for us. And uh, again, we got to see Radiohead, and that's. What what uh, <clears throat> what year was this? I'm I'm like Radiohead's in my top five. This was like 2018, I want to say. So Moonshape Pool, kind yeah, of. yeah. It was it was the festival where the people recorded them tuning their guitars, and they were like, "This is a new song." Oh yeah. yeah, I always used to like <laughs> joke about uh, stuff like that. I w- I want well, my first tour ever actually, which I was talking about the other day with someone. Also, this podcast, I don't even know, it just goes off on tangents, but it's... Yeah, it's good. Um, <clears throat> my first tour ever, there was a band... I, I used to play in, like, just, like, punk, hardcore, crusty bands when I was, like, 16. And, uh, I mean, I still technically do, but, like, really crusty. Yeah. Uh, we went on tour, and a band opened up in Newcastle, and they were called... I mean, the name is pretty... Uh, the name's pretty out there. Uh, the, na- the band was called AIDS Wrist. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be pretty fucking something at the time. And then the guys are just tuning up on stage. And then one of them just goes into the microphone, thank you. And then he left the stage. And they were like, (laughs) I was like, that is the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. It was, it was, I don't know if it was maybe like one of the promoters, like friends bands or like friends that just did it for a joke. But they were the whole time just, just, Tuning up, no noise made, and then one of them just went really solemnly, thank you, and then left. That's amazing. And I was just like, <laughs> it was like like a fucking sketch. I'll have to steal that. Yeah, this pretty, that's excellent. It's a pretty good, pretty good sketch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, headline tour. That's why you're here. I got notes. I never check my notes, but I'm just going <clears> to <throat> pull them up. They're on my phone. They're not real. Um, All right. Headline tour. Yeah. For the self-titled. Yeah, yeah. One of... Too many. Um, we did like a bunch of support stuff, then the summer festivals. Yeah. Then we did a headline in the US, which went over well. Well, except for someone almost dying. And now this one. Yeah. You're going to have to elaborate circle, that. Yeah, circle, okay. circle back to that. So someone got really, really sick on tour. Um, COVID tick. COVID plus Legionella. Like, What's that? Uh, it's sounds like le- one of your song titles. Legion's disease. Oh. Like it's, it's a bacterial infection that can go one of two ways. It, either you just have like a slight fever and it's basically nothing, or you get like a lung infection. Holy shit. That like eats away at the, the alveola. Like uh, not, not great. So um, From COVID? Yeah, yeah. It was just this, this one-two punch of these two infections. And um, yeah, so this person who was ill, and I, I don't know if I'm free to talk about it because it's, you know, that person, but... Uh, we didn't really did gauge it that badly because he's he's a strong individual and um, yeah we just had a little bit of fever so we ended up going to the hospital and they're like 
this motherfucker has to stay here. Wow. Um, and every day we weren't sure if he'd actually make it through because he had like 41 Celsius degrees fever. Um, oh, what's that in America? Because we got we got that 30, 35-33% split UK and yeah, US. Yeah, I have no idea. So, oh, not, so, you, so you live in Switzerland still? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, you like have the most insanely American English accent. I was like, I just assumed in my head that you'd, you'd move to America. I can go for German if you want. <laughs> I, okay. I, actually, one of my notes involves the German language. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, anyway, that was freaky, scary. Uh, dear friend of ours, ours almost died. Uh, yeah, that's that. Who were the supports in the States? Um, it was... Is my brain empty? No, it's oh, no, it was, it was um, Sylvain... And Imperial Triumphant. If you want to go about on about experimental music, yeah. that's that's an ad- address for you. Is it tough when you're like again? This is not even in my notes, but is it tough when you're picking supports in the black metal realm <laughs> to research <laughs> everything? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. It, by now, I kind of have a a, a a finger on the pulse of who's sketchy and, you know, what doesn't work. Also, I know for a fact that certain bands will not want to engage with us, which is fine. Yeah. It's, it's, uh goes both ways. You ever got any, like, real, real shit from another band? No. I think if people don't like us for whatever reason, they don't interact with us. Why would they? Yeah. And uh, I think... In a way, we're over the "I hate this band so much, I'm going to post about it publicly" thing. Yeah, and uh, that's good. Do you think in the black metal community, if that? I mean, I didn't. So I'm like, when I grew up, I loved black metal, mm-hmm. like Emperor, Dark Throne, like yeah, like real black metal. Then you sort of find out about all the racism. Yeah. You're like, ah, <laughs> oh, that kind of sucks. So then nowadays i mean i still i still love black metal but like i love all the shit that people that the, the black metal people hate like i love walls in the throne room i love death yeah. heaven yeah. love you guys like i love it I, and people experimenting or whatever but like when when you see the uh, like the vitriol from other bands in the scene for like anyone that's like how dare they put a fucking clean guitar in there but it's like yeah like what well, I don't know because I wasn't there. It's like, did did Emperor get that? Because they had like synths. Like, surely there must there must have been like, why is like that okay? I think it's it's like this teenage thing. It's like uh, these boys were listening to this music when they were like fourteen to seventeen, and they heavily still identify with it because it's you know their little precious yeah. childhood thing. And here come like other bands pissing on it, and you know from their perspective, and it, it's just kind of hurtful for them. Yeah. And they're super protective of it, and they get really pissy. It was weird though, as well, because they'll like they'll adore the the Burzum albums that have no guitar on it. But it's like exactly. the minute you put like a synth or something in other black metal, it the elitism is what absolutely kills it for me. Which is why I love like, and it's it's a it's hypocrisy too, because like um, black metal started as this like no no holds barred, just fuck it, do whatever you want, extreme, yeah. And now it's like you have to adhere to so many rules. Yeah. That it's just One of which being you've got to be at least slightly racist. Yeah. <laughs> you need a, like <laughs> just a, for the, just an element in there. Yeah. One of you at a party dressed up 
is an, is the bare minimum. Yeah, and you gotta have like a Pepe folder on your desktop. Just oh, for the, for the we we need to get into the Pepe yeah. stuff because, <clears throat> like, th- so this podcast is, I guess, mainstream now. Number three in the UK charts today. Yes, which, which is congrats. Cool. So I forgive me if some of this is just like digging up what your fucking band name is and like that stuff, but. Mm. The flip side of that is that there will probably be maybe 30,000 people listening or watching that don't know your band. So it's a sell. Okay. So. Here comes the pitch. <laughs> yeah. Started as a one-man thing. Like, Precisely. Like a lot of the cool, like, again, though, I love a load of those one-man black metal bands. They always go and do something, beat their <laughs> wife up or something. I'm like, for fuck's sake, just make the fucking music. Yeah, it's sad. Um, started as a one-man thing. Now, the story of when you started it, Mm -hmm. I've heard a million times, but I don't think the listeners would have heard. Okay. Would you like to regale us with the story? I would love to. Let's go. Actually, Um, actually it started as... Bird bird mask? Bird mask. Bird mask. Yeah, yeah. That was my my pop project that I still do, but um, I got kind of frustrated with it. And like as a distraction, I would go on 4chan... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as a distraction from anything yeah for those who don't know god bless you um 4chan is the 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 cesspool of the internet 4chan was responsible for a bunch of death threats that i got a while ago a bunch of oh, you got, got docs i heard right uh yeah that's uh, fairly but, unfun yeah. but then they didn't do anything so it was like Motherfucker, you had the easiest assassination in history. Mm-hmm. There's a list of tiny three to five hundred capacity rooms that I'm going to be sat down in <laughs> on the internet. You just that clean fucking shot. You can get me. No one did it. Anyway, carry on. 4chan anyway, is a cesspool. Yeah, I would go to said cesspool and ask them to like name two musical genres. Like one poster would say reggae and another say um, say gabber. And I would combine those two in like 30 minutes and try to make a song of it. Just in your bedroom? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And one day one said, um, black music, well, in a different tone. Um. And one person said, black metal. And I thought, like, like, if I got butthurt about this, it would be like a huge L for me. But if I made it sound good, that's kind of a bigger fuck you. So that's what I ended up doing. And... uh I liked the idea so much because there was also kind of um, some some thematic correlations between the two that I kind of kept at it. Um, and now it's my job. It's so fucking cool. There's a lot to unpack there. So I'm taking it the way when they said black music, they used 4chan's favorite word. Yeah. Um, Philanthropy. It, insane. <laughs> Fuck me. Insane. Uh, and then, so had you had any experience like singing in that style? So... First off, explain what is happening there. Sorry, I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> explain the the mashup. What you, mm-hmm. what, you, what you like so specifically? Is it a specific? Uh, yeah. So I, if they said they said N word music, oh, fuck and that, I, I figured like they maybe meant hip hop or whatever, and I I just kind of reduced it to what what I think of like historically black American music is. And yeah. that would be like field hollers and um, yeah. early gospel chants. So that's what I kind of um, took and uh, combined it with some blasty beats and some, some tremolo picking. And uh, So at this point, had you ever sung in that style? Uh, and No, no. Because you fucking nailed it. 
it's it's so easy to like because um, I I've been doing this exercise at this point for for at that point for quite a while. So yeah. <clears throat> I would like simmer down what what the the pillar elements are of uh, of a genre, and I would just use that as a, like simulacra and kind of build on it. And um, since all all the recordings that we know of that era, most of them are made by one guy called Alan Lomax. He did like a huge like chronicling of uh, sounds. Uh, and his recording stuff sucked because it's super old. So it's really easy to emulate that. And once you got that, you're basically almost there. Wow. So am I right in thinking everything? I always wanted to know how to play the guitar. It's not an ad for that, right? If you remember that ad, it's not an ad for that. Stay with me. It's the same ballpark. Are you a guitarist? You've managed to get this far. You've managed to get through the military-grade anti-guitarist systems at the downbeat. And I feel like it's only fair that I give you an offer for that. The lovely people at Neural DSP are giving listeners of the Downbeat podcast a whopping 30% off. That's 30 with an F, 30% off any of their plugins. So you can plug your guitar in and sound like anyone from Gojira to Pliny, Tim Henson, Tom Morello, you want to sound like Stray? Load that one up. There's a nolly pack. If you're listening to this podcast, you know all these people. You want to get that tone straight out of the box or you can fiddle with it. I've been doing some fiddling. I don't even play the guitar. It's making me sound good. So look forward to my side project. Don't know what that's going to be. Not only do you support the podcast, but you support the wonderful people at Neuron bringing these plugins and they are wonderful people. Side note, got pretty hammered with them at NAM. 30% off any plugin at neuraldsp.com excluding new releases until 90 days after they've released the code is downbeat that's downbeat at neuraldsp.com let's get back to the show De- devil is fine did you record all of that yeah yeah and there and did you mix it someone else mixed it. yeah <laughs> you mixed it yeah. you mixed it yeah but it's black metal so it's kind of like <laughs> i don't know sometimes because the new ones will putney yeah, Will Putney mix. And Will yeah. Putney is my number one, my fucking boy. Mm-hmm. Number two, like mixes all of our stuff. Okay. And I mean, I get. I think me, the new one is my favorite one. But Thanks I think you. like I don't want to be the guy that's like because I love shitty mixes. Mm-hmm. I don't, no offense, <laughs> but like I, but I like in the night side of clips. Like I like just mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> insanity. Yeah. Um, but like I think the the the, the Putney mix adds to it oh definitely on the um, new one because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i mean it, it has its charm to it because um if it's not mixed well it has this otherworldliness to it which can get you so far and uh the second one was mixed by kurt Ballou because everything in our realm is either by kurt Ballou or yeah. will putney yep but now i need like i don't know so, um no now you need to get by your own admission good enough and then it's all yes, yeah. and it's that's back the, to that, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the chronicling <laughs> of it. It's gonna be my Lulu, which is what. A, fuck me, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I could talk about that all day. Um, the which is what I what I wanted to touch on there is like, Devil is fine. The vocal production is incredible. Like it's really good. You know what it is? I mean, it's first of all, it's panning. The second thing is like you can't sing harmonies like you would. Because yeah. you always, what I did is like I tried to do different voices 
One is like ha, and one's like a little more Kermit y. Uh, and one's like ha. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't like it. He, I think I don't. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Anywho, um, that and the, 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 this is so nerdy and it's not going to interest anyone. No, it is. It's a music podcast. It's going yeah. to interest everyone. Trust me. So the preset I used for the vocals is like a snare preset. No way. It's called Dirty Snare of a, off a, well, like an EQ or a compressor? It's a, a compressor and like a like a saturator distorter thing. Oh, yeah. So it sounds like it's a it's a, a wax wheel recording, and it's kind of oh, old. Man. And you did you did that in a bedroom or in a studio? But yeah, just you, just my bedroom. Yeah, and that's fucking so cool. My neighbors must have thought I I don't know, like because <laughs> you like singing. You were fucking had slates. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like. Because you think singing the third <laughs> harmony to uh, uh, fucking good God is a dead one. And like they're probably just trying to trying their best to sleep. And they're like, is there three people in there now? Yeah. <laughs> like if you've got the monitors blaring. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so when did you invite, who did the drums on the first one? Uh, a MIDI. Yeah. yeah. All the best one man black metal. Because yeah. I didn't know, there's a level to drum production where it's like in there's a sweet spot in the middle where it's like well this is neither so good or so bad that i don't know if it's real whereas at the end there is okay this is really really fake Mm -hmm. i know it's fake and at the beginning there is like well this has to be real and i feel like you're somewhere in the, the middle of the start and the middle of the whole spectrum that I've just fucking butchered my analogy. But like, but do you know, know what I mean? What you mean. Yeah, it's yeah. like, like the Leviathan records. Mm-hmm. They're just, just be normal, bro. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> Leviathan records are like, I can't, I can't even remember if it's real or fake. Like, yeah. yeah. Because it's like shitty. Yeah. It's but real. Yeah. Um, Shitty by choice. I love that. Uh, yeah, it's all MIDI, and uh, well, because it, it's it's so distinctly mixed. Yeah, not to say <laughs> nice. shitty. That's nice, right? Uh, you can't really tell, and it's not important because it it adds to the wait. Is it? Is it not? Is it more than one person? And it yeah. adds adds to that mystique, which I totally ruined by being on this fucking gonna, podcast. I was gonna say, yeah, more now you ruined, you ruined it a while ago. Yeah, but I was, gonna, was there anything in you that wanted to do it like? Death Spell Omega, like, I want to be secret. I totally did, yes. Did you already do it? Yeah, well, I wanted to be as anonymous as possible. And um, I think first it was Kim Kelly who wrote for uh, Noisy back in the day. Yeah. She said, oh, look, this, this is Manuel Gagne, and she's fucking doing this. I'm like, okay, cat's out of the bag. Next, Grim, Grim Kim. Grim Kim. Grim Kim doxed you. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, I follow her on Twitter. She's no, cool. she's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and then the next week, like the Rolling Stone online thing, wrote about it. And like, uh, yeah, okay. Do you uh, regret it or no? Not at all, because it, it would involve so much like cringy mystique forced shit. Like, I I, I like being straight, and I like being uh, <laughs> I like yeah, being you, transparent. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not about my sexuality. Um, and uh, it's the same with like social media, and you know you know, being on Twitch and whatever, you there as if you have a persona, you have to maintain that and that is exhausting as fuck. Mm. So I kinda do as well. I kinda yeah. put on like a little bit of a fake me. Well, you can, yeah, of course. I mean you're very you're aware that you're being recorded 
and you're never going to be the same. No, unless yeah. you're a fucking sociopath. Um, yeah, well, yeah, borderline. We'll, we'll get there. Some we'll of the, there. some <laughs> of the some of the ego comes out. <laughs> um, well, where was I going with that? I don't I know. No so this this, we, is, this yeah. is not the thing. So we're 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 still on conception of the band, mm. um, inception of the band. So then, what did you do for shows back then? I didn't do shows. I just put it up no, on Bandcamp. The dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it just kind of worked. And I could pay my bills for like a month. And it was amazing. Two demos and then Devil is Fine? Uh, one, one demo one that I demo. scrubbed off the internet. And you cannot find unless you Google it. I mean, if you just hold everyone to yeah. Google it. Why did you scrub it off? Because uh, it was even worse than the first one. Sound-wise or just... Just, yeah, all over the board. I mean, there was there was one good song I like on it. The rest is like... You know how I always have like intermezzos? Like there's like yep. synth shit. There was a, a lot of that. Oh, so you did a burzum. <laughs> you did a burzum. He gone did a burzum. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to ask you this because I don't, I don't think I've seen... I don't really go and look at too many other interviews when I do this because I just think it yeah, seems, seems fake. Mm. Um are you or have you made a trilogy? No. So there's 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 more because there's like themes in all three. Yeah. I mean there is like an overarching thing. Like um, a yeah. here's how I want to ex- describe it. And yeah. I know you'll get it because I have done some research. It's kind of like a man in the high castle alternate reality situation yeah. like when i when i delve deep into the lyrics other than like the really cool fucking satan shit which <laughs> we'll get onto like there's a fucking story there yeah now i feel like it was kind of ending in the new one i'm not going to check my notes and reference fucking lyrics but do you have like a plan is there a plan for more there is, but I mean, it's such in a it's in a conceptual phase that I can't really. Oh, I don't want you to. Yeah, I don't yeah. want really to elaborate. I just want to know for my own ego, am I yeah, right? Yeah, yeah am I yeah. right? It's going somewhere. So it's like an alternate history thing where uh, African American slaves, instead of you know being Christians like their oppressors wanted them yeah. to be, they would actually turn to Satan. It's the coolest fucking idea for not only a band but anything I've ever heard. I'm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of in the process of making a, a graphic novel. I was about to just fucking say, like, <laughs> you need to do either a comic or a series or something. Yeah, I just, I just really want Netflix to pick it up and just give me money for that. Do you know who would fucking love it? Hmm? Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Just, just you two, right in a fucking kissing, banger, making kissing, out. making out, <laughs> making a fucking banger. Because yeah. um, there is like, he likes that shit. You can tell because he did love Lovecraft County, mm-hmm. which I loved. We made Candyman, which was nice. Candyman, but like mm-hmm. he's he's got a foot. Yeah, he likes horror, but he's got like a foot in the like creepy fucking occult style yeah, shit yeah which obviously you also have and i'm i don't know i'm like i'm sure so this is like me just fucking going off on a million, million tangents at once mm-hmm. so there's like actual like incantation style stuff from the lesser key of solomon yeah across 
all of your work. Fuck yeah, there right, is. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the way I look at it, other than, you know, actually being from the Lesky Solomon, is like it has like a Lovecraft vibe in that like <laughs> it always comes back to like, fuck, there's one specific, I'm going to butcher it. There's like a specific, um, I think it's like a Crowley Latin that's like show yourself to us and I can't, I, I'm going to butcher it. Uh, but it's in yeah. like, I swear it's on almost every album. It's just put Bella in Tor Halira, yeah. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, and when it comes up, because I love, again, fucking just don't be racist. <laughs> I love H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah, other like, than the name of his fucking cat and all the other shit that's yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like the the old one, the deep one yeah. kind of vibes to it. Yeah, and it um, comes up. And every time it comes up in a song, I'm like, yeah, he did it again. No, because it reminds me of like mm-hmm. the Cthulhu shit, like the mythos, the and the inevitable, uh, inevitability, blah, how we cannot avoid it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that was a hard word to say. No, nah, you got it. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, also, there's stuff from um, uh, the grimoire of Abramelin in there. Also, so yeah, there's 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 a lot fun, fun bits on the new. Yeah, on the ah oh, fuck, what's the song? Sorry, te- like literally the worst person in the world with song names, album names. Oh, me too. Uh, people names too. Feed feed the machine. Oh uh, yeah. So feed the machine's the song on this record that has the most has has the yeah. chant. Mm-hmm. But then you you list some dukes of hell. You list some <laughs> earls of hell. Like filler, you know, just gotta get them in. There. It, no, is it actually filler, or are you like, no, do you have no. like a? I mean, you obviously have an occult interest because they're real fucking deep cuts. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I think we both know Daniel P. Carter. Daniel P. Carter is my little like, it's like I, I fucking I love a pentagram. I love shit like that. Yeah, and then Daniel P. Carter was like, hey, you know about real magic and and then yeah. he sort of like you'll come with the grant morrison stuff he, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he'll like guide me along shit and then i like i've i've delved into into that world mm-hmm. and uh i think you notice when someone is just using a fucking uh, the cross is upside down which is cool as like a yeah. fuck you to religion or whatever but like when someone's referencing fucking deep cut actual <laughs> fucking magic yeah yeah it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like change around stuff. Like, there's one a song called "Ship on Fire" where the incantation is like not correct. Because if I were to do that publicly and people would sing along, it would, would actually maybe yeah not be a good idea. I <laughs> so. fucking love that. I, that was one of my questions. Was like yeah, because I noticed that with um some of the other ones, like because there is in in. Uh, Goetia, Goetia. Mm-hmm. there is like, they love putting a fucking O-N on the end of something or like changing it. So there's a few in your lyrics that I'm like, has he changed that so it's not actually a spell? Or is that <laughs> actually a spell that I just haven't heard yet? No, I did change a couple of things. Just, uh, yeah. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Once, you know, you're, you're yelling it at 600 people a night and they're yelling with you. Oh, you have, is there bad. any real ones in there you got any real ones who knows oh i love it <laughs> I fucking, during the pandemic that's when i got like really into that shit i got mm-hmm. like super into it and like sex magic and shit like that i got like I, I talked about it on dan's podcast not on this podcast like i got fucking spooky i got oh, like, shit i got real and then like <laughs> actually the shit that i manifested all happened and i was like Oh no! Oh no! 
I'm on a podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was like I was like, oh, this is this is kind of cool, but like I've seen movies. <laughs> like, this is going to go horrifically wrong. Yeah, but that's cool. I like I like the fact that it's it's real deal shit in there. Mm-hmm. If you're watching this on YouTube, I am looking at my notes. I got in trouble for the last episode for not looking at my notes. Also, I got in trouble because I pulled my notes up and it was because these are all in really nice 4K. I pulled my notes up and someone called me out on Twitter. I was like, bro, and he has two notes. Because <laughs> <laughs> like you could see perfectly through to sure. this camera and you could see the, uh, you could see with the notes. Okay, so back to what I'm saying about the trilogy. So Devil is Fine was about being, like, from from the perception of a slave. Yeah. In captivity. Precisely, yeah. Stranger Fruit. Escaping? Pretty much, yeah. And then what's what's Leonardo? And what is the reasoning for this being the self-title? Because normally people do a... This is why I thought it was a closer. Why I thought this was a trilogy. Because mm-hmm. normally people either do, here's the first record, it's the self-titled. And then record eight, here's the self-titled. Because yeah. we found our sound. Let's start with that question. Okay. What, why is this one a self-titled? Because all um, the magic's in the lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's two factors. One is that I think we arrived at the sound or the, the distillation of what we're trying to have been you know, working towards on this record and also um, didn't have too many great ideas for an album title. Nice. Yeah. I've done that. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't have said that bit. <laughs> <laughs> the first one sounded right. Oh, did I but, say the thinking thing? Yeah, like, no, oh, yeah. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. But I agree mm-hmm. that that is the amalgamation of all the other things that you've been doing. Like, I think the synthy stuff, I'm a, anyone that listens to the podcast knows like my favorite band of all time is Nine Inch Nails. Like, you put a synth mm-hmm. on anything with just like a fucking, give me just a, with some synth, yeah. I'm fucking yeah. practicing sex magician to it. <laughs> like, that's my fucking shit. So there's always been the synthy interludes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then on this one, they're like refined. Yeah. It's not just synth. It's like synth that fits into that world. Yeah. Maybe someone has been listening to the new Gary Newman record. Who knows? It could uh, be one of 1,000 things. Like Trent Reznor did. All the early yeah. Nine yeah. Just, yeah. Hey, Gary Newman, yeah, I'll just, I'll do, just do that. Do that, but do that. more goth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> more uh, yeah. eyeliner. Give me the, give me the eyeliner. Um, um, but I, it feels like, yeah, the... the oh, it's such a shitty press question. I don't even want to say it. No, I press statements. So I don't even want to say it. Just like the... Well, the heavier bits are heavier. <laughs> and, you know, so I'm going to fucking scrap that. Yeah, uh, that's also, the, it's a lot of to do with uh, Will Putney's fantastic mixing. Um, did yeah. he have any input on, did he, did he tell you to change anything? No, no. Um, what he did do is uh, we recorded it in our studio and he just like via Skype looked at our mic setup and said, hey, put one there or that one should be. Can you, do, a, can you do me a favor? Okay. Can, can you do a Will Putney impression for me? Cause, cause I'm going to do it and you're going to go, okay, that's it. Fuck, no, I'm not good at it. Um, uh, can you do me a favor and that? Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Will hates it because everyone that's ever come on that's recorded with Will, I'm like, do a Will Putney impression. <laughs> um, but I love him to fucking death. So he, Great. so you, you engineered it or you got someone else to engineer it? Uh, Mark 
our our um, beautiful beautiful singer. He has a studio in his place in, in Switzerland. Yeah, cool. And uh, we engineered it together. He did. I just sat there, well, drank a lot of coffee. Nicely, but you you've got the like. I was integral though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, musically as well. Uh, while I before I forget, because it's a question that I really wanted to ask. So with it being like the alternative storyline of what if the black slaves had turned to Satan instead of Christianity, which even saying out loud is fucking insane. Have you ever had any kickback from like the black Christian community? No. Or do they just not, does it not even come up on the radar? I like, I think there were like two YouTube comments that said like, miss me with that Satan shit. Um, Grow up. Yeah. But I think like <laughs> Satanism in music is like such an old, not, it's not going to phase anyone, you know? Yeah. But you are doing like, do you think it, if they knew the level, did most people not know that like the level of your lyrics are like, this doesn't get more Satan. Yeah, but I mean, they can't tell, which I think is beautiful because like you said, we're flirting with the mainstream and we actually have like legitimately yeah. bad juju on the airwaves yeah. on fucking BBC One. What? I'm a happy camper. You yeah, know? that's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Put some actual spells in there. That's fucking cool <laughs> as fuck. Because I can't really... I mean, my my ear is not that much on, like, the underground, underground. I'm sure there are some pretty fucking magical bands. But other than, like, Watain, Behemoth, you guys, I can't really think of uh, that many who There's are, some big pop groups who uh, wouldn't be too happy if I said they were. But, yeah, there's some evil stuff oh, going on. Because I first got into that stuff, other than Daniel Picard holding my hand for it and being like, this is the book you need to buy, blah, 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 blah. Um, tall back in the day when I was mm-hmm. a kid and then I was like what's Danny Carey's drum kit sat on and then it's like oh it's the lesser key of Solomon I'm like, <laughs> I wonder what that is and I read it I'm like this is the coolest thing in the fucking world it's fun and now my podcast has a big pentagram there's a bunch of fucking shit everywhere I love it what is uh, it's bones because I, I am so confused by the neon thing what do you mean bones I don't, do you know what it is I'm glad you said it's bones because I have it. I'm a drummer Oh, okay. It is drumsticks. But I I want... Some people are like, oh, it's just like a Wiccan sticks or whatever. And I'm like, cool, please think that. Because sometimes, particularly press agents, are like, I'll ask for X person from a band because I know we have a common interest in something or we're going to have a cool chat or whatever. And they go, are you sure you don't want the drummer considering it's a drum podcast? And I want to (laughs) fucking explode. Because of the, you see the drumsticks, and I'm a drummer, and obviously there, I know a lot of drummers, so there's there's probably, I would say, 60-40 to non-drummers and drummers by this point, but yeah. everyone's like, oh, it's a drum podcast. So I'll take Bones. Bones? Okay. Because it looks like needles, it could be anything. God, I'll take Bones or needles. Right. Here? Definitely. Bones. Bone, yeah, okay, yeah. we're going with Bones. It's a, it's a bone pentagram. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I on this? I'm not going to edit it, because I just don't. I don't Excellent. have an editor. It'll be great for so the audio-only part. I'll just leave it in there. Yeah. I'll just fucking put an ad here. Whoever doesn't have a screen in front of them right now, fuck you. All right, 100%. I've spent a lot of money on making this look. Look how good we look. Let's just spend a minute to look how good we look. God damn. Is that a look-up table it's, in my face? It's glorious. <laughs> Love it. It's absolutely glorious. Uh, let me go back to my notes, because I will have forgotten everything. Okay. The Germanic language. Yeah. A lot of German lyrics, particularly on this album. Yeah, you know what's <laughs> what's really funny? 
Uh, one one song called Götterdämmerung yeah. is very German. I'm glad you said it because I wasn't. That's the one I'm going into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very German. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just very angry sounding language, and it works well with um, harder music. So I was writing that song, and for some reason, I thought like, no, this people won't like this. So in in like a week time, I totally forgot the existence of Rammstein. So I didn't. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I was so in 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 my little process, my little process. That <laughs> nice. I gone forgot it. No. <laughs> nice accent. But I fucking love it. <laughs> wow, that's good. Thank you. That's fucking good. Been watching some trash TV. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We do it well. Mm-hmm. We do it fucking well. <laughs> okay, so what does that word mean? Uh, Götter Dämmerung is Twilight of the Gods. It's um nice. It's uh, the final act in Wagner's opera. Oh, he's. <laughs> He's also a great guy. I'm, yeah, he's like the OG racist black metal guy. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm really shout and I hate everyone. Was, sorry, <laughs> forgive. I have a degree in music, but forgive my fucking head flex. Um, forgive my forgetting. Was he bad, or did Hitler just love him? Well, he was bad himself too. He was. Oh. He was himself also an anti-Semite, but I don't think to the degree that people assume he is. However, Hitler did use his music very prominently in the films, the propaganda yeah. films, um, with Leni Riefenstahl and everything. Uh, yeah. So uh, like the OG Varg. The, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wagner. Oh, my God. Oh, there's the meme. A, there we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he might watch this and we'll be in trouble. Um Oh no! So yeah, <laughs> the tools. Just somebody, just come. No, don't come to my house. I don't want you here. <laughs> uh, so right, what made you choose that? I assume there's some cleverness there. Uh, I just wanted to reappropriate the that dope ass word. Um, and um, musically, because it, it's like it's kind of sick. Like Wagner's like, yeah. like almost. I don't know if it's to do with. It's hard to differentiate. Is it to do with the background behind it, or is it like the chord progressions and stuff? Could you call it a chord progression, even if it's fucking? Oh yeah. Like the melody is like kind of evil. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He never resolved into just a major chord, just for gets and shiggles. He has this whole thing with the the Tristan accord, chord where he just kind of flirts with the resolution of of a chord for the entirety of a of a opera which is like by the way he he was the guy who said like yeah operas need to be five to seven hours long and just in the final act he resolves it that's that's just dope so did he did he create that yeah no his his music is is undisputably good I think HP Love. I'm just sat there reading my HP Lovecraft, <laughs> <laughs> listening to Wagner. Like this is fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> this is fine. Uh, yeah. Well, that's cool. Like the stuff resolving later in a record is my favorite fucking shit ever. And one yeah. of my favorite bands ever, Cult of Luna. And Johannes has been on the podcast, but like they're they're other than you know debatable ethics of Wagner. They're like the post metal equivalent in that they there'll be an intro and then mm. 90 minutes later that intro comes back like a little bit later on i absolutely love that yeah yeah it's like a little sense. warm music hug like, yeah, i know this yeah. bit oh yeah. it's back we made a sandwich together <laughs> <laughs> so did what are the german lyrics in that song 
mm-hmm. in um I can't even say it. Götter demo. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh well part of it is just um what what to do when performing a ritual and a lot of another part is a quote or um a modified quote from Goethe. Yeah. From uh the Zauberlehrling, just a, a ballad of his. And uh yeah, he himself was also very into the occult, so just thought it fitting. How did you get started in investigating the occult? I don't know. Being left alone at the library helped. And we have weird libraries in Switzerland. And uh, yeah. I Were guess. you like into metal beforehand? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that is. There, as, much as, we, as much as we want to say, like, it doesn't make you evil. Fuck, it makes you evil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are these guys singing about? Oh, let me read that. Oh, that's fucking cool. I mean, it's not evil. I use evil as like. The well, yeah. Classically seen. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, are you a pra- are you a practitioner? Are you like do you do you? I guess for the sake of this podcast, no. Abs- okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So there's no. You've got. You wouldn't say you have a religion. You're not like a thelema. Yeah, like a. No, thelema. I wouldn't say that. It's a wiggly, loosey goosey. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. I'm more of like a just <laughs> like. I like this bit. I like this bit. There's like a massive misconception. And a massive like difference between like Levey yeah. Satanism, Crowley Satanism, and then the whole weird area in between. Yeah. But one thing that we can agree on is that it is cool to piss people off. It is by just using like imagery from that. The amount of shit I get for that is crazy. Really? Do you not get shit in America? I guess Oh my god, it's drumsticks. <laughs> he got it uh, but yeah I'm like yeah I still get shit I, I find it interesting because I, like, I sell quite a lot It's it's it started as a podcast and then it sort of became a brand and now it's like a brand that has a podcast so as much as the word brand is gross but like I have people who listen to the podcast from like Alabama and places like that and mm-hmm. they're like can you please make some clothing without anything satanic on it because I can't wear it out. And I'm like, that's kind of cool that that still exists. <laughs> it's fucked, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. Still edgy. Still edgy. That's going to be on my tombstone, actually. Still, <laughs> still edgy. Still edgy. <laughs> it's going to be a skateboard on top. Like. I find, do you think if you got bigger, you'd get more shit? I feel like I, I, I feel like you should be getting some shit, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel... <laughs> First of all, no. <laughs> no, I think maybe, maybe, but I also think it's it's not that edgy to be Satanist. You know, because I, that, that, I don't know, understand the, you're doing real shit. If you look, yeah, if you look at any like dark, you know, drill or tra- trap album, there's there's all these Satanist symbols just put in there like spices. Basically, yeah, like no, but yours aren't spices. I see it. Yeah, I yeah. see the see the realism. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you. out you yeah. as a real okay Satanist. It's gonna be a who a fucking think piece. It'll be uh, yeah, the New Yorker. Oh. I can't, can't wait. Such for good press. <laughs> Such good press. You'll be fucking be banned. It's been a while since someone's been banned purely for Satan. Although you not get any shit in Poland. Um, no. I guess Behemoth only get it because they are Polish, but like their blasphemy laws are insanely I know, backwards. I know, and I think it's gotten worse. But we'll see. We'll be there in a couple of weeks. Maybe this is the last time you see me. 
no, that would be sad. Yeah. But also, respectfully, kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, martyrs. Hey, <laughs> I like. I I feel the same way about like because obviously. I've, I've got fucking loads of tattoos. I've like everything that's quote unquote supposed to be edgy and it's like now just not the softest fucking person in the world. Mm-hmm. But like when I go to Japan, I'm not allowed in gyms. I'm not allowed in, in bathing, pools. in yeah. pools. And I'm like, kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about when I hear about someone being annoyed about Satanism. I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Still got some edge there. That's good. I mean, I, th- I think that's refreshing to hear because we've kind of, you know, grew so accustomed to, yeah, tattoos and Satanism that it doesn't phase us, but it still means something. God I think damn. we need to step it up. Yeah. I mean, Watain step it up quite a lot in the live shows. Are they post-COVID? Does anyone know now? Do you know? Are they still allowed to, like, chuck blood, blood, pig blood on people? Are they still doing that? They still, still do, it. do it. Confirmed. Nice. And even they're not getting... I want to be like, I want to be cancelled, mm-hmm. but like... A, for cool reasons? For cool shit only. Yeah. None yeah. of this like... Like he did like a fucking, fucking sick kick flip over like uh, Thatcher's grave. That's sort of that. That's thing. a cool like, yeah. or maybe even like... Do have, a, what are you doing later? An, inc- <laughs> an incantation at mm-hmm. Thatcher's grave mm-hmm. seance vibe. Yeah. We could maybe, yeah, involve like... Or like someone, we do a poll on the Patreon, like... Who actually deserves to die? Yeah. And then it's like, by that point, it's just manslaughter. And then I'll just go do it. But I mean, if you say, if you say, okay, we're going to do a poll. Who deserves to die? But we'll do it by incantation. Is that a death threat? Because Mm. obviously it's not real. Or is it just the intent of murder that... All, is already incriminating. I think we should get a lawyer on board who's also heavily into murder. Yeah. And, yeah. Do you know what? Funny enough, mm-hmm. lawyers that are into murder, no, but lawyers <laughs> that are into metal, mm-hmm. I got that copyrighted because someone had just started putting it on t shirts. And uh, another drummer, actually. Motherfucker really, in really, Alabama. Really, really annoying. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, just put it the right way up. It's like, yeah, yeah this one's nice. White it. magic. Uh, and the. The lawyer that I used was like, oh, I'm so into the band's like creator and stuff like that. It was actually, I think it was a Swiss lawyer. Uh, and he was like, that was my Swiss accent. <laughs> he was like so stoked on it. He was like, I have never got to do something like, like register a mark that's been to do with like, like Satan and metal in so long. And he was like super fucking stoked. Didn't give Aww. me a discount, but he was super stoked. I was no, like, he's still a lawyer. They are in there. They're in, we are infiltrating the <laughs> levels of the law next <laughs> kindergartens they're in there okay right back to my notes are you having fun uh yeah i'm having a great time actually i want to just quickly say that you stream on twitch mm. what do you do on twitch because i love twitch i wish they'd give me some more money hint that's why this, <laughs> this could have been streamed live on twitch but they're not giving me any money um that's enough of my plug for that. I want money from Twitch. Yeah. What do you do when you're on there? How I often do you stream? I just complain about how you don't get enough money. Because I feel I, I want to give you my platform. Thank you. Yeah. Thank no, you. Uh, what I do is like the same thing I do did on 4chan. I just take like music suggestions and try to make um, songs of it. And That's like, cool. Yeah. I don't stream regularly. Why I'm not? Tour. Uh, it, but so when you're at home, you do? Yeah. How, how, how not regularly is not regularly? Like once or twice a week. That's pretty regular. Yeah, but I mean, I'm gone for half of the year, so. What? 
<clears throat> what, what's your new username on Twitch? We've got a lot of it's Twitch. It's Zealand Arder, baby. Zealand Arder says Raw Dog from the band account. Oh. That's fucking cool. And then you just go in, talk shit. Do people have to? So here's just a biz, biz question. Here we go. Do people have to? Do you paywall the suggestions? This is my my issue with Twitter uh, with Twitch is like the capitalism involved mm-hmm. is necessary, but I hate every single facet of it. Yeah, um, there's no you can you can suggest things for free. And uh, you it's just, just in chat, and I'll just and you just write. pick up on the ones that you yeah. think. There's yeah. also no ads. Yeah, cool. That's all. Yet, I do. nah. Still keep keep the no ads. I found what okay. I found. In fact, this episode at the very start, I will have done an ad. And it was a great one, too. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think there's, a, there's like, a, a lot to be said, especially on a platform that's owned by fucking Jeff. There's a lot to be said about people sticking. That's why I asked you the question about the paywall. Mm-hmm. Sticking to their ethics, even in a non-ethical, like, cosmos, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you know what I mean. Like, the, the, there's something to be said about you could quite easily paywall, like drop five subs and you can suggest a thing. But then there's two problems with that. Cause I've, I don't like, I don't do the drum, you know, like mm-hmm. drop five subs and I'll play whatever fucking song you want. Cause it's like, I, if I don't want to play the song that a takes the intention away from whatever mm-hmm. I'm playing. Cause I don't want to know you become a jukebox. Then you become, you're just as bad as the fucking machine. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes the fun out of it, makes it working. So I, th- I, I'm all for. It's the same thing. I like seamless plug. Uh, the Patreon for the podcast mm-hmm. is one pound, and you can't pay any more than one pound. Are you? Can you I, do that? I don't want any. I mean, I don't know. Everyone pays a pound. Some people have tried to pay more, and then I just message them and say, just, just make it a pound. Okay. Because it's just everyone still gets the same thing, mm-hmm. but they're like. I love yeah the egalitarianism on it. Yeah, yeah, and the people who can't if you can afford if you can afford a pound, if you can afford the internet, you can probably afford a pound. Not to like completely just disregard anyone's cost of living crisis or yeah. anything, but so I don't feel bad charging for it. If I'm slightly less active for a month because I'm on tour or anything like that, yeah, then I yeah. again don't feel that bad for it. That's actually a good way of thinking about it. I think because um. I would have this huge sense of responsibility or like that I owe someone something if I did like a subscription based thing, but that kind of negates a lot of that. But, um, I, I have an extremely hard time asking people for money just to begin with. Um, and I just do this shit for fun. I can go, I can go on tour with my friends, yell at strangers, professional magic. Yeah. At strangers. And that's my job. And I think to have the gall to go home and say, I'm going to ask strangers for more money, just kind of doesn't sit right with me yet. Yeah, I mean, so it didn't sit right with me, so then I just made it as cheap as possible. So now it Mm kind of sits right with me. I'm like, okay, it's it's a pound. And then the Twitch thing, Twitch is a different thing. I didn't, like, do you play games? Are you a gamer? See, I'm not, and I wish I fucking was. Used to be when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. then I, like, didn't. Didn't I like got when I got into music? I stopped playing it or whatever. The thing is, I'm not good at it because if you want to like do that on Twitch, you have to be like great and talk while. Yeah, nah, I think on. I have what I'm lacking a further half of a brain for that. 
this is smooth. It's all, it's all music. Yeah, it's all music and like obscure comic references. What kind of games do you play when you play games? I just hentai shit. No, it's <laughs> see now I can get into that. You want to give me some fucking? <laughs> no, no. Uh, they're just like weird indie games. Uh, Disco Elysium is one of my favorites. They kind of are in the scandal right now because apparently there was like really bad misogyny in their studio, which Rare. it That's did not fucking it, happens everywhere. It was the one studio that was like sure, like they're fucking cool. They wouldn't do this shit, but still, ah. Anywho, yeah. Love games. I feel like that's the same as everything on earth. It's just, at this point, it's just exhausting. Like, why the fuck are you boring me with the same stupid, unnecessary shit again? It feels like, I feel like it's, uh, exactly, same with Black Metal. I feel Mm -hmm. like it is like a, it's a big clearing house. Like, what's happening right now in the entire world with everyone getting called out for everything. Instead of being like, the fucking commentators are just like, it's gone too far. I'm looking at it as like, this is just clearing house. Like yeah. everyone is finally realizing you can't do this shit. And unfortunately it will be the next generation that probably reaps the rewards of it. Yeah. But which is fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. We can, <clears throat> got any kids? No. No, I mean, no, no. So I, I, whenever I have someone on here who's got a kid, they have this whole different worldview. And I'm like, oh, wish I had your worldview, but I don't because yeah. my life is finite in this realm, at and least. I feel like, oh, this is going to be nihilistic as fuck. But I yeah, feel, join I, me. <laughs> That's me. I feel like once you have a kid, you kind of um, become a pussy. Precisely. I said, I, said, I said it, you, so you didn't have to say it. No, you kind of offset the, your priorities and your ambitions to your kid. Yeah, This is obviously not for everyone, but it feels like some people... When they have a kid, it's like, it's fine if I don't give my all because I'm giving my all for this kid to give their all. So yeah. I don't have to do anything. Couldn't couldn't great. be me. Next. <laughs> Next. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of time because the end of the... Uh, let's have a look. What else have I got on my fucking notes? Nothing that we haven't actually just fucking... You know why? Because we're great at this. Yeah, I think yeah. you are great at this. I don't really know what I'm doing. I just own cameras. And? And a bone pentagram. Yeah. You um, have a fucking trademark to that. Okay, so on. we're going to get to the best part of the podcast, which you might not even be briefed on, which I prefer that you're not briefed on. I'm not. And it's usually bang on an hour in that we do it, mm-hmm. which is fine, because by this point, anyone that doesn't know your band has decided if they like you or not. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they will have all decided to like you and go check out the band. So we're done. Work is done. Fuck Work you. is over. Okay. Now we do the fun bit, even though that was all fun to me. To me too. So what we do these days on the podcast, unless there's two guests, a lot of people complained on the last episode, why didn't you do the end segment? And it was because when there's two guests, there's too much conversation yeah. between these two people and I have an ego, so I need to be involved. Obviously. So what we do... And don't cut in with anything until I give you all of the rules. This is like, this is the downbeat Dungeons and Dragons, essentially, right? And what it is, is we curate a dream festival, Mm -hmm. like what we talked about earlier. But it's every element of it is absolutely a dream. So it it can be wild. We're going to go, the only rule is that Zeal and Arda are playing. So you've got to think in your consciousness. That already sucks. No, exactly. Well, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. I have to work. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the, that actually changes some of, some of the 
some of the questions that I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. So the no- the first thing that we're going to ask, and I'll give you some examples as we start each section. Yeah, is where is the festival located now? Before mm-hmm. you say anything at all, that doesn't that could just be as simple as a country. It could be as simple as this festival because I absolutely love this festival. It could be we've had in an underground bunker. We've had at a swimming pool, like, so we'll, we'll, we'll start with country, mm-hmm. and, if, and then if you want to elaborate from there, and I'll, I'll guide you on this. I'm the dungeon master. Since I'm playing. You are playing. See? See why I've done that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, good. Not bad. Uh, it's going to be in France, because that means the catering will be fantastic. And I'm thinking of myself here. Love cheese. Love bread. Okay. Yeah. So Southern France, because it will also smell of lavender and rosemary just by default. Nice. And whoever does not like that. Have you got a specific area? No. No. Just south of France. Weather's going to be nice. What time of year? Depending on the year. Uh, Late summer. Not too hot. Oh, glorious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then are we outdoor festival? Oh, we're definitely outdoor. Um, It's going to be sunny because I can... Obviously demand that. Yeah, you can. It's a dream yeah. festival. And you said, <clears throat> to touch back on lavender. Yes. Would you like lavender fields? Um, look, so this is, it's a huge, He's huge in, area. he's in. Yeah. When I get, I, I <laughs> see get it, I see it, when it goes in their head, and I'm like, okay, he's in. Yeah. So there's obviously going to be multiple stages. I think we're just two, two. It's cool. like a taste maker. Like it's there's also oh, going to be like wine it's bu- involved. It's bougie. It's 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 bougie, but it'll get trashy later because nice. there's going to be like amazing like dance acts. Oh, um, nice. here, Ro- rosemary field. Here, lavender field. The ocean isn't far, so you'll get like some sea sea fresh air, Glorious. lavender, rosemary. Nice. So, Good so we're, we're, going, we're going for two <laughs> two. That's a great accent. Thank you. We're going for two. Two, are we going to go Hellfest style? Two main stages next to each other? Um, well, let's do two main stages and like one tent for when things get really raunchy I later know. on. That's good because I need to go into the element of the tent. So you've touched on this already. Mm-hmm. What's catering? Yeah. So, because this is actually a question on the podcast. What is catering? Okay. So, so it's cheese. You, you've mentioned cheese and bread, but that can't be... There's the whole be dinner charcuterie out the wazoo all day. Yeah, just e- everywhere. Yeah, chilled because some of these hot festivals, and we're gonna be. I don't want to see a fly. I'm not. I'm gonna be there obviously because I'm yeah. ha- I'm helping. But I want to see a fucking fly. No, no, no. This this ain't your granddad's catering. <laughs> no, these, are, these are professionals. These are professionals. I'm, I'm talking like I'm, I'm gonna insist that they wear the silly hats. Oh, yeah. we're in France. What the Ratatouille style oh, hat? Fuck yeah! Oh, I'm so I down. Mean, we're all in. And um, where's catering? Is it a separate building? Is it a tent? It's actually a building because oh, it's it's also air conditioned. Oh, now we're you talking. Know? Yeah, and uh, there'll be like a, a pig on a spit. Oh, and just like every every lavish like, and I'm talking with the apple in the in the face. And the stuff. real, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of also a little bit like mm, Satan, just a just little, little bit, bit like. like is, could, a, is that might be? App- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ideally, like the pig is almost like indistinguishable from a pig, but you can see a mouth and you can see. Uh, that's hey. is that a human mouth? <laughs> is that a human? Do I want to kiss this thing? <laughs> I mean, it's a dream festival. You could, uh, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but you could have human meat. Uh, you could have human okay. meat. Um, no, I no? don't. 
<laughs> I was hoping so. If you had said yes, it was going to be the look, Instagram I think, reel. How about this? Um, everyone will get a plate of food. One in a hundred will be human meat. And you, <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> who's you, the yeah, human? Who's the cannibal now? We just Who, don't know. Who's the human? Oh, and everyone's like at their own tables like, yeah. I think it's me. I think it's, yeah, I think and then, there, There's someone like really quietly like, yeah, the food was fine. And they're like, <laughs> they've completely wiped their plate and gone back for seconds. The, food, the, the nose starts bleeding. The food was fine. The yeah, food, yeah. It's fine. It's it okay. Okay, I'm so, just hungry. Um, yeah. So, what do you, um, you know, Mel? Not to name drop you again. Still vegan? Oh, there'll be vegan options. Give me an option. You can't just. Otherwise, it's going to be cereal. No, no, no. There's a chikafta. There's also like an Indian station, and um, there's also I want to say Ethiopian. Ooh, yeah, real yeah. nice. See, that's Mel will be happy. Mel's happy. I mean, that's like. Right now we're in it. That's a professional capacity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the the big one. Mm-hmm. Who is the headliner of the festival? This is hard. And this would normally be your favorite band of all time, but sometimes people have had like a big band they just want to see. I think Arca would fucking rip. I so you you're not going like you're not going huge huge festival headliner. Um. I think if we can have like huge bands, but just you can, fuck everyone over and like, yeah, it's Arca headlining. Get wow. fucked, Muse. That would be nice. Do you, do you want a Muse support? I w- no, I just actually don't. <laughs> I think Muse are busy, you know? Yeah, they're busy. Yeah, they're yeah, busy. Yeah. So give me <clears throat> the, the band underneath the headliner. Mm-hmm. So slightly smaller band that you also want to see. This is why I'm just like, where do we go? You know, go I think that, that's, a, that's a comfy spot for me to play. Okay. Because it's not too late. I don't put myself like in, in smack dab in the middle of things. But I still get like a, get, a, get an audience, you know? See, this is just like, I'm like, this festival sounds too realistic now. This is supposed to be a dream. Oh, you think this is a game? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly a game. It's exactly a game. We've had, what do we have? Some Someone, <clears throat> uh, Andrew Hurley from Fall Out Boy mm-hmm. had... Um, Wu Tang, yeah, and ODB hadn't died. Oh wait, how about oh shit, yeah, and and then he also had Freddie Mercury. Queen were playing. Freddie Mercury was uh, a hologram. Like that's tasteful. Love really. Yeah. What were you about to say? Okay, so stage one. Thank you. It's like early early afternoon. Like then it's four o'clock. Yeah. Death grips come on. Okay. People are losing their shit. Yep. Fuck. Okay. Like they're bringing up the big guns early. I wonder who's next. St- uh, lights go on on stage two. It's Death Grips again. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's nice. Is there yeah. any kind of like not to again put stuff in your festival <laughs> yeah. in, in your festival like world put words in your festival mouth? Mm-hmm. So how about some sort of magic trick? This is what I'd like to see from this. So. Like, yeah. did you ever see the video of, I don't know your, your opinion on this band, but I'd love to see you around tour with this band because I love them. Um, did you ever see the video of w- when Ghost changed Papa Emeritus the yeah. first time? Yeah. He, he played a whole set somehow and then the one that he turned into, like a changing of the Popes came out mm-hmm. and sang the rest of the set and it appeared to be the same guy. 
Yeah. What if Death Grips did that? They finished. Oh shit! And then the lights are on, mm-hmm. and then it's Death Grips again. Yeah. And you can't tell who was real. Yeah. Fuck. Who's the real Zach Hill right now? You can't tell which yeah. is which is a hologram. Like, mm-hmm. not to put in, is your first. That's that's a good idea. That's a good idea. That ghost thing was yeah. one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I didn't see it in real life. Yeah. But I saw a, a video. I was like, but that rips. That's that even rips. means <clears throat> the whole set. Well, more likely, the whole set was actually Tobias and then he probably went backstage and sang while the other guy pretended to sing mm-hmm. but still fucking cool yeah yeah more That's, of that more of that more, more of that, that shit you ever think about doing any, any like super elaborate shit I your mean, light show is really good yeah that's Grigu Bloom shout out to him um we don't have the budget but uh, yeah, I mean, we, that's the thing, like touring is expensive and especially in this climate, even though we're selling tickets and people are coming to the shows, um, it's, it's that next level to, to spend money on. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy shit. Yeah. But you know what happens after death grips? Thank you. He's back. Um, okay. We were through with the grips yeah. and on, both grips. Yeah. Are they two forty-five minute sets? Death's grips is yeah, yeah, yeah. Death grips is 90 minutes of death grips. It's fucking Bjork. Finally something different. Love it. Yeah. I saw Bjork. Mm-hmm. And the only time, in fact, I was going to mention it earlier, the only time I've ever played a, like a mixed festival of like crazy, every everything fucking everywhere. I played mm-hmm. Festival, which is in Isle of Wight. And it was The Cure, Bjork, and someone else on the three days. And we played on Bjork's Day. Fuck, and it was nice. when her album came out that had the song a lot of the songs just had like fucking 12 hand pans. You know, the one yeah, I can't yeah, remember, yeah, it was like yeah, 20, yeah. maybe 20, 2010, I want to say 2011. Mm-hmm. And uh, she came out and she played the whole album back to front, the whole brand new album that wasn't even out yet. And then she just goes into the microphone. This might be your impression. I'm not Please, kidding. let's fucking go. My manager said I shouldn't have done that, <laughs> but fuck him. And I was like, that is the hardest fucking shit I've ever seen. It was fucking amazing. Oh, that lady rules yeah. so hard. Okay, so she's on. Mm-hmm. She's on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now your lineup is crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. It's and good. It, yeah. And it's like, at this point, it's like seven ish, six or seven ish. <clears throat> um, when do you hit the stage? Right after Death Grips. Do Wait, you, know you what just that said Bjork was on. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> they're back, baby. <laughs> Wait, okay. It's the third set of the okay, day. Okay, so... They are pissed at me. Death Grips, Death Grips. <laughs> Bjork. Bjork. Death Grips. Death Grips. Me. You. Yeah. Anything special? Like, you can go out on production here. It's your dream festival. You got anything crazy happening on production? Um, Pyro, but on the wrong stage. But the still, team, now, now you're fucking on, yeah. on board. Will Putney's one of these. <laughs> it was Nine Inch Nails and Metallica. Yeah. And they're back-to-back stages. And, but they did one song each. So you could watch Trent Reznor being fucking annoyed by Metallica playing. But Metallica were playing And Justice for All in full Mm -hmm. with the bass turned up, but with the St. Anger snare. (laughs) And then they did, and it was back to back, Nine Inch Nails Metallica, Nine Inch Nails Metallica. So you, you've That's got beautiful. the Zelenada Pyro is actually happening on the other stage. Yeah. Is there anyone else playing on the other stage while your Pyro is going on? <laughs> take a wild guess who's on that stage. <laughs> Hit me. It's fucking Death Grips. Death Grips number four. <laughs> no, no, they're not no. playing this time. They're, they're like, just standing. They're doing a real bad job at like lip syncing. 
to your songs. Yeah, uh, okay. but they have all the pyro, and so, they have the pyro. Yeah, that's in their favor. So, so are they getting paid for for three sets, four sets? That's not my problem at this point. I think <laughs> we're in so deep. I think I think yeah. we could make this happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I think that kind of concludes the concert part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's like a fucking long ass set too. Okay. That's yeah. Death Grips are doing encores without us playing. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, which leads me to the next part of the festival. What's the after party? Um, it's actually in the tent. There's two segments. One is for the public and one's for the, the cool backstage people. It's the same DJ, but, you know, um, just... Listen, listen, yeah. it's a dream festival. You've got Def Clips playing 3.5 sets. Yeah. You've got, right, okay, I'm going to give you some other examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, the band Malevolence, Josh and Wilkie from Malevolence, they said everyone from the show gets on a cruise ship. It travels to a small island where there's a studio set up and... Mm-hmm. Everyone that's in the bands can jam and record stuff. Will, Will so Putney, Will Putney said, "Yeah, exactly." I was like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" Or you enjoy that shit? I make music once every two years, and don't let me do it again. Yeah. Um, then Will Putney was like, "Everyone in his band goes to Japan after the show," and it's like you're just having an after party, just a tent. Listen, at that point, I don't want to get into a fucking plane and deal with customs. So what do you want? Dr- your dream post-show. doesn't have to be a party. After party is like... It a is a rough. party. So it's, you, it's, your dream post-show is a party. Yeah. It's... it's uh, well, we're, we're, we're fed. We're slightly drunk. Willing to drink more. An experiment with um, intactogens. What? Uh, mm. And Little Texas... Nice. Plays some ugly hardcore. Okay. And I drink so much until I enjoy it. What are you drinking? I'm t- I'm a simple boy. I I drink lager that tastes close to water. I quite like one of those. Like I li- I like a fucking Bud Light. Yeah. I like a Coors Light. I like a dog shit 3.5% beer. And if you're in the US and someone says like there's this microbrewery there it's, it's amazing like it st- smells like a stale foot in bread and I don't get the See, I also like those, yeah, the IPA world, but my issue with them is I've realized recently I'm allergic to them. Oh, Like an IPA, every time I drink one, my fucking sinuses go crazy. My sinuses go crazy, the simplest thing. Mm-hmm. But that's why I like switch to like the shitter, shittier the beer in terms of like ABV. What's in this? Uh, water, rice, hops. Hop extract, not even hops. Just <laughs> yeah. a fucking the closest thing to like a digital beer. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, I can drink that. Yeah, you're just drinking beer the whole night. There's no like, you ain't got a cocktail, favorite little cocktail. I'm, I don't know. Like, I do, I do poorly with liquor. I do great with beer. I'm a happy drunk, but I get like sleepy and like headachey with anything else. So I will drink Buckfast tonight, though. Nice. Yeah. Hey, hey. Maybe I'll drink some Buckfast with you tonight. Fuck. Yes. How about that? That's a great idea. I love a bit of Buckfast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, tour manager Mel shaking, shaking there. I'm not having anything to do with this. She's furious. Um, by, <laughs> by this point, I think we're done. What have you got coming up after this tour? Let's plug something. Zealanada, the album Zealanada. Zealanada, the album Zealanada from the artist Zealanada. From the artist. And there's a track. And there's a track. You did Zealanada. it. You fucking did it. The Trinity. The hat Trinity. trick. Hat trick. God, God's hate did it as well. Mm-hmm. The song Zealanada by the band Zealanada and the album Zealanada. Mm-hmm. Sick. By Death Grips. 
<laughs> okay what have you got coming up after this um well we got to survive this tour after that i think i am scoring uh theater then a movie I, whoa i can't, I can't roll back i score shit yeah i didn't know that what's the only goddamn business <laughs> no i should have fucking researched that more no no you couldn't have known um what do you what do you score uh this is just like a a theater in zurich a theater piece then after that it's a movie i'm not at Liberty to talk about yet. That's fucking cool. It's fun. Good for you. Yeah. And then I'm going to write music and see if that's enough for an album. A new album. Um, do you, when you do your scoring, is it all on computer? Yeah. What, um, I want to see now it's getting nerdy. Yeah. But we've done, if they're here by this point, they're the nerds. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So I want to know specifically, because I used to make like electronic music. What door are you using? I'm using um, Logic. And a little bit of Ableton. Nice. Logic yeah. logic for MIDI, Ableton for... For whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And then, so are you scoring, have you got like a traditional like... Do, do you bring the Zilanada vibe into the scores is what I'm asking? Or are you, are you uh, doing no. like... This Not is, at all. This is for a violin, this is for this, this is Exactly, for this. yeah. And then do they then, you then print it out? Um, How does that even work? I don't know. No, so I'm... Often I can get away with just the MIDI sounds because I have a, a decent library that sounds okay. Um, what library? Come on, the nerds are still here. Uh, it's just Spitfire Audio. Anything they do is just the best. Are um, you affiliated? I wish I fucking you, was. There we go. I did that hey, for you. Hey. I did that for you. Guys. Spit, that's Spitfire Audio. Spitfire Audio. There we go. Oh, wow. Audio, audio needs. You ever done that? I'm just saying that to them. Or the baby say. You're okay. <laughs> That's like a little, that sounded like something from like fucking Labyrinth. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Like some little like fucking goblin. Oh, you know this. Daniel P. Carter. He always sounds like when he talks on the radio. Oh, I have an impression. Carry on. It's always as if someone's like. Yes. Like yes. Bringing yes. away the mic. I, like, I do it on here all on. the time. I do it all the time. On we do it. I don't want it. That's literally it. <laughs> I'm going to get it. He'll hate me because I do this all the time. I love him to bits. That's. Um, I always wondered how how that came to be. Here we go. 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 Here we go, here we go. No, we've got to get the right song up. <laughs> we've got to get the right song up. This is dead air, but it's fine. Daniel P. Carter, Radio One, coming up. Zelanada, live from Madeville. <laughs> I fucking love it. Love him. Love yeah. him to death. He's very, very <laughs> specific sound. He's the best. Mm-hmm. If if anyone hasn't heard, Daniel Picard's got a lovely podcast called Someone Who Isn't I, Me. Who Isn't Me. Yeah. Someone who is, I just called it Swim, and I want it. Yeah. Every time I search for Swim, it's his fucking fault for having such a fucking... Oh, oh he's got two names. Well, guess what? I can only find one of them. Mm. Uh, you've been on it before? Yeah. Uh, he's had loads of cool people. Talks way more about the magical shit than me, so get involved with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... I asked you about your theatre stuff, didn't I? Yeah. You get away with the MIDI? Yeah. Like, rare occasions I'll get, like, a violinist or, like, a a chamber orchestra to do stuff. I want to know this for my own benefit. Do you get that... Glasgow. Someone's been stabbed. Uh, Do you get... Do you have to print out the notation for them or make it for they them or come, do you, they, they, these people come with iPads normally but you and can then you are you just give them the music and then they'll figure it out uh, well sometimes but sometimes I have a friend who studied jazz and d- 
is better at notation than me. I can get by, I can do it. It just takes me a day per page. So yeah, yeah. So get someone else to do it. Respect. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for coming. I this hope we get treat. to do this again. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing you tonight. If I can please come. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll just I'll meet you at the back for breakfast. Yeah. Right. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Nice one.